welcome to Primera Iglesia's weekly podcast from Houston, Texas. We hope you enjoy our English pastor, John Ryan Cantu's Sunday morning message. Amen. And this, this morning, we have, a, we have a very special guest with us today. Um, I'll be taking a break from the pulpit. And um, he's actually, he was here yesterday doing uh, the, Royal, the Royal Rangers uh, training with, with the Royal Rangers commanders uh, of the district. How many know that we have an awesome Royal Rangers ministry here at our church? Awesome. With our uh, commander, uh, Pablo and, and Legna. They're awesome. Awesome. And uh, so this morning we have uh, the district director of the Royal Rangers ministry for, for the Texas, Louisiana uh, district. And he's going to be uh, bringing a word on, on, this, on this theme, the fruit of the spirit. And so without any further ado, I'm going to have Brother Tony Garcia come up and help, help me welcome him this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for uh, the well, warm welcome. And uh, man, what, a, what an awesome uh, to see these young generation uh, get the word of God poured into them. Amen. Uh, just awesome. Guys, y'all keep doing it. Uh, thank you, uh, Pastor, for uh, doing that. That's uh, it's amazing. Um, I want to thank y'all for allowing me and inviting me to be here. I was uh, uh, here on, with uh, Pablo. We did a training for our district uh, this past Saturday, uh, just yesterday, and uh, here at the church. So I want to thank y'all for opening the church, uh, Pastor, for uh, and allowing us to train men uh, to continue to pour the gospel message to this next generation of Christ-like men. And uh, I want to thank you that um, uh, for for opening the doors here and uh, opening the ministry to allow uh, Pablo and uh, Legna to uh, to uh, pour into the kids. And so uh, thank you so much. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, I uh, I got the uh, call and I got an invite uh, to to uh, preach and to bring the word to you guys. And uh, the first thing I was like, absolutely, I do it all the time, no problem. And uh, it was one of those uh, opportunities where I was I was ready, I was excited, and uh, and uh, when I realized that you know. Man, this is a theme I gotta. I'm gonna talk about, and and it's gonna be uh, on the fruit of the spirit. Uh, right away, my uh, my thoughts were, oh no, <laughs> you know, uh, brother. Were you in that conference call that I was on just now? Uh, there was no peace there, brother. And uh, and so we start thinking like that, right? Isn't it uh, so that whenever uh, I think Pastor talked about it this morning. Uh, you know, when the Lord puts a message in our hearts as a pastor or a preacher, you know, uh, you know, you know, you, they say don't point. Right. Why? Because. Yeah, there's three more pointing back at you. Right. And for pastors, it's the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and uh, it convicts. And uh, so uh, but I want to thank God for the opportunity to to be able to uh, uh, convict and to uh, and to thank God for the Holy Spirit that that gives us a spirit of discernment and, and is there for us and is always with us. So um, I'm going to pick up uh, where the kids left off in the church uh, the, and uh, read uh, the same scripture. And uh, I want to uh, open up with uh, the Galatians, but um, 
I'll be reading out of that. And, uh, but I just want to thank you guys again for allowing me to be here. Um, I'm going to read uh, Galatians chapter 5, verses uh, 16. I'm going to start with 16 and 17, and then I'm going to work my way through. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of flipping back and forth, so I hope you're, uh, uh, y'all know where the, the scriptures and y'all studied, the, you know, the, memorized the, 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 the books of the Bible. I'm going to start with Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. It says, But I say, walk by the Spirit. And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Self-control. Against such things, there is no law, no limit. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. The Word of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, We know that faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. My prayer is that your word will go out today and not return void. I ask that today your word will land on fertile ground and take root in lives that will have an impact on your kingdom. We pray that lives will be transformed, marriages restored, communities changed, businesses led by your saints, And that our spirit be renewed and peace and joy be found in you today. Anoint my lips and let it be your words that speak today. I ask that you be the potter and I be the clay. Give me the courage and the strength to share your holy word today. We ask all these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, this message of the fruit of the Spirit... It's really hard. Um, I, I know our pastor has said that, you know, among believers and among us in, in church, it's, it's easy to be a Christian when we're among believers in, and, and in church. But our faith is tested when we walk, get out of this parking lot, correct? And, uh, and, and that, that is so. Uh, and, and like every story and every... Um, you know, movie that you might have seen. Um, there's, you know, the action comes and, and there's, a, there's a good guy and a bad guy. And uh, in this story, there's this, that's what Paul is describing. There's a good guy and there's a bad guy. There's a battle in between. There's a battle in between us and in the, in, in the battle of the spirit, right? Um, you know, Paul says that, you know, he says, you know, I try to do good, but I mess up. And, and we hear this theme, and we're going to hear that today uh, throughout this message. And, and uh, I, I want you guys to, to, to listen to that. But I want to share with you uh, quickly in, in Genesis, uh, take you to the beginning. So like in every movie, you know, meanwhile, back at the ranch, if you will, I want to do that. I want to do that. Uh, so we read this Fruit of the Spirit, but I want to take us back to the very beginning, okay? 
Genesis chapter 3, verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. Isn't it funny how the enemy tries to plant those seeds of doubt? Will you die? Did he really say that? Did he mean that? You're the only thing he has. He just created you. You think he's actually going to kill you? Isn't it weird how the enemy creates that in us and gives us tries to put the, like the scripture says, they put, don't, don't give the devil the foothold, right? And uh, it, it's, those, it's those opportunities that we have. And, and we see how even, you know, Adam and Eve, they have a dialogue. They're not threatened by Satan. There's no discernment. Um, not scary. A wolf in sheep's clothing, if you will. There's a dialogue, there's questions, they're having this discussion. But the enemy here is just trying to plant that seed of doubt. But thank God we have a sovereign God. And uh, God is God and we're not. And, and for that, to God be the glory. And... Um, and that's what we want to talk about in Galatians. This is what's going on. This is what Paul's having. And, uh, and Paul continues this same struggle in Romans chapter 7, verses 15 through 18. He says, For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing that I hate. Now, if I do not do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in the flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. And um, I want you guys to understand that in your workplace, in your cubicle, um, in this community, you know, we could go out today, we could, our neighbors, uh, the people we sit to next in the restaurants, you know, they could be atheists right next to us, right? They could be our neighbors, right? And, uh, you know, they live moral lives. You know, they, they pay the, the check at the end of the meal. They have nice mowed yards. They're good neighbors. They even give, you know. They pay their taxes. They have a nice 401k plan. And they even give to charity for those that are less fortunate. And, and, and that's kind of the same thing you know we you know they're law abiding they follow the law and paul recognizes this that it, that even bad people do good things you know we were just talking about that with pablo you know i was like isn't it weird you know whenever policeman gets behind us right what do we do we, we slow down we tap on the brake whoa whoa okay what's the speed limit right away we make sure that we're you know we don't get pulled over we don't get a ticket and and we start all of a sudden, we're law-abiding citizens, right? What happens when it takes off and it goes in the other lane? Oh, man. Thank you. Jesus. Oh. 
zoom, and we started picking it up. We started going faster again, right? And, uh, and I want to say that, you know, like the, the, the saying says, or the cliche, right? Even a broken clock is right twice a day. And it's true that a lot of times that even in our lives and even in our, in our businesses or the people that we're dealing business with, right? They want, they want us to do something and we're working with them and we want to get something out of them and we're, we're working and we're negotiating and uh, there's this bantering back and forth. There's this conversation going back and forth. And, uh, and so, and Paul recognizes that there's this battle, there's this things that's going on. And, uh, and, and, and I want to just quickly share what Jesus has to say in Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount. You know, he goes there uh, and, uh, you know, he's talking. And he, this is the longest uh, message that, that, uh, that Jesus uh, speaks. And, and it's, it's in, uh, you can find it in Matthew seven, uh, 5, 6, and 7. And uh, we hear all the good things, right, with the Beatitudes and the Golden Rule. And, you know, Royal Rangers, we know, we know what the Golden Rule is, right? And, uh, you know, Jesus is having this conversation and he says in Matthew seven fifteen through 20, he says, Be aware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ferocious wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad disease tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. That's Galatians chapter 5. That is the fruit of the Spirit. That is what Paul is summarizing. Paul is repeating what Jesus said on the Sermon of the Mount. And Paul recognizes that there's a battle within. There's a temptation. <clears throat> the enemy wants to give us those seeds of doubt. And there's people that want to influence your life. Good or bad. And I know... I, I know because I live it. You know, when my, I told my, my son, you know, uh, dad's not going to be here. I'm going to be gone for the weekend. Uh, well, when do you come back? Sunday. He's like, Sunday? Wow. And he's like, what, what, why? He's like, why are you going so long? And I was like, well, I said, well, we've got to do training on Saturday. Then uh, Sunday, I'm going to be preaching. He's like, okay, cool. Uh, what, what are you preaching on? I said, uh, the fruit of the Spirit. And he, and, and I said, I, I'm going to preach on uh, patience. <laughs> and his response was, oof. <laughs> uh, yeah, good luck. Uh, because he knows me, right? And uh, he knows that dad is probably not the most patient. And, uh, and, uh, and, and he knows who, that, that I'm, I'm human, and I'm like Paul, you know, having this issue, right? This struggle. And, um, but, but I thank God that in verse 15, 
He says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ferocious wolves. And I want to ask you, church, who are you allowing to influence you? Who are you allowing to influence your thoughts, your marriage, your home, your children? And this is, where do you spend your time, you know? And I share this, I share this with my children and I tell them, son, I have, by the way, I have two boys. I have a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old and uh, I have a little 11-year-old girl who thinks she's 18. And, uh, <clears throat> but, um, and my beautiful wife and, and we're, uh, but you know, they like to play games. You know, they, they, they're in sports. They're in sports, and they, they, they're good students, and, you know, praise God for that. But uh, I see them playing games, video games, and I'm like, son, I mean, really? Come on. Dude, it's been two, three hours. You haven't left the room. <clears throat> I don't understand it because, I mean, my day, I would, you know, we were out there playing baseball, whatever. We're outdoors riding bikes. I mean, it's different. And... Um, and I, and I tell them, I was like, man, that's become an idol. Stop. Amen. You know, and it's like, come on, get out. Let's go. And, and so, man, come on. You know, I could just hear them now. I hear their voice, you know. But, but they have an influence. Social media, this generation has an influence on them. You have Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, it's just they have an influence on them. Who's the coolest kid in the school? <laughs> or you try to act so cool, right? You're too cool for school. Come on, let's go to church. I don't want to. And you just, you know, you got the attitude. And I'm telling them, I said, hey, if you can stay up playing games, that's fine. But we're waking up in the morning, we're going to church. Okay? And that's the deal. You want to stay up? Okay. But we're going to church in the morning. And I don't want to hear any lip. I don't want to hear it. Okay? Because I, I know that I have to bring them to the house. I got to bring them so they can get the good news. And, and I thank God for the ministry of Royal Rangers because it allows us to pour into them and share the gospel message with them. And my kids are saying, yeah, Dad, but look, I want to go to this. I want to go do that. You don't understand that girl that sits in my class, in my algebra class, is going to be there. And she's so good looking. And I told her, does she know Christ? You know? And, and, and we have those spirit challenges. We have those, those challenges in, that we teach in Royal Rangers, that we have the opportunity to engage with them and, and make them know that it's important to be equally yoked and make sure that Christ is first in their lives and make sure that they're just not a wolf in sheep's clothing. And we got to make sure that they have that spirit of discernment and we talk about that. Because if you keep hanging around with those type of people, you too will bear that same fruit. You too will start acting the way they act. You will start doing what they do. You will start acting like that cubicle.
person that you hate at your job that you say, I can't believe she does that. I can't believe he does that. But the more you hang out, you start being that. Hay un dicho que dice en español. I don't know if that's, that's Spanish for y'all. I don't know. But, you know, dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. You know, or for folklore, it's uh, birds of a feather flock together, right? We've heard and we hear all these cliches, right? And that is so true. That's so true. And you may say, brother, that's, 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 that's hard. That's tough. And it is tough. And I want to just read quickly out of John, the book of John, out of, in 15, verses 1 through 10. And this is Jesus speaking, and he says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. And neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire. If you abide in me, in my words, abide in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be given to you. By, my, by this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, as so prove to be my disciples. So have I loved you? Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. Guys, that's the good news. That's the good news. That is the hope of the world. You see, we have this struggle, this battle of being good. And to be quite honest, even our good is filthy rags. It's not good enough. And so there's this, you're probably saying, man, this is just Debbie Downer here, man. It's like, give me the good news. What's, what can I do about this? What can I do? And, and I want to share that, that we have to recognize, let's go back to the beginning of the garden of those seeds of doubt. We can't be half right, half truth. We got to know the truth. We got to know what's right. And we got to know have that spirit of discernment. And thank goodness that we have this message here where Jesus talks and he says, we have to be uprooted, taken out. You know, we're, we're, we're like this, you know, that thistle that's bearing this bad fruit, right? We got that appearance, but man, there's a lot of bad in us. And we have to be uprooted. And you see the, 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 the Trinity, the triune God at work. You know, God's the vine dresser. 
But Jesus is the hope of the world. Jesus is the cross, if you will. He's our hope. And that sap that the that the when the branch is up in 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 the graft to the wood, if you will. And that sap that runs through us is the Holy Spirit. But that only comes through salvation. That only comes through repentance. That only comes through the forgiveness of sins. That only comes through salvation. And that is our hope. And that is our hope. And that is what gives us the the spirit of discernment. That is what everything that we do. There's no limit. There's no law for it. That's why love comes natural. We don't have to fake it. The joy comes natural. But you don't understand, brother. I mean, my diagnosis is bad. I'm telling you, despite the circumstance, he gives us peace. He gives us that peace that surpasses all understanding. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am with you. And we can, we, can, we can proclaim that word. We can live that faith. We can live that faith. And it doesn't mean because we're Christians, we're not going to have problems. John 16, says, I have said these things to you. In this world, you will have trouble. There will be tribulation. But it doesn't stop there. He says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Take heart. I have prepared a place for you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. So for us that are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation, Paul says in the book of Romans 8.1. For those of us who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. You see, we don't do things for things to try to earn favor with God. No, God's given us favor, therefore now we go and we do. God's given us that. When he said on the cross, it is finished, that is the ultimate work. That is the last work. That is the last thing that we have. We have that Sabbath. We have that rest in Christ Jesus our Lord. We have that faith, and we can use that. In Romans 8, 31 through 38, Paul says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to, who is to condemn. Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who has raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation Stress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword, as it is written, for your sake, we are 
being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. That is our hope. That is our promise. That is our blessed hope. That is what gets us through the day. That is what gives us the opportunity to serve and to love our neighbor more than we love ourselves. That is what gives us the courage to share the gospel. And if we have this message, if we know what we know, why not share it? Why not share it with our fellow man? Why not have that opportunity to share and start pouring into life and not have them influence us. Let's influence them. Let's share the good news. When you leave this parking lot, go knowing in confidence that today is the day of salvation. Today you can receive that same peace, that same hope, that same self-control, that patience, that gentleness, that kindness. You can have that today, but it only comes if we're rooted and we no longer live the way we live, but we start living in the promises that God has for our lives. That's how we will gain wisdom and discernment. James 3.17 says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, and good fruits. I want to encourage you today To be in agreement, to live in peace and joy of the Lord. Bring your children to church. Seek Christ. And pray for the Holy Spirit to give you the discernment that you need. And I just want to thank you again for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God with you guys. I, I thank y'all. And, and I hope that this message resonates with you guys. And I hope that it, it brings a question. Who am I hanging out with? Who am I allowing to influence? Who am I allowing to rob my joy? Who am I going to allow? And we have to say no more. No more. For it is Christ that has paid the ultimate price. Can we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for hearing your word, Father. We ask, dear God, that your love and your fellowship continue to be with us all the days of our lives. Be with us, Father, and let us go in peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to Primera Iglesia's weekly podcast. Join Pastor John Ryan Cantu every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. For directions or more information, visit us at primeraiglesia.org.
We'll see you next time and hope you have a blessed week.